Hi, and welcome to the Becoming You podcast. I'm a mental health enthusiast who is here to share my story and tips on becoming the best you. My name is Caitlin, and I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get to it. Hi, and welcome back to the Becoming You podcast. Today is going to be a heavy episode. I just want to give a trigger warning out there because I know I appreciate that when it comes to mental health. Uh, Some tough stuff will be discussed today, so if you feel like you need to sit this podcast episode out, that's okay, but I also think that you could learn so much, so just put yourself in a spot to listen to it where you're prepared to listen to it, Uh, maybe in the car, maybe at home, maybe this isn't one for the gym or anywhere like that, but with that being said, welcome back. I am so excited to share my story with you today. I'm a little nervous. I am sitting cozied up in my blanket and with my decaf coffee because yes, I am a 25-year-old that drinks decaf coffee at night because I am literally obsessed. Uh, This week has been a wild ride and I, as a lot of you know who are listening to this, I launched a business called The Becoming You Company that has coffee mugs and tumblers and all the good things about mental health and things that make you feel good. So if you haven't been over, here's my little plug. Uh, head over to the website, get your coffee mug orders in before they all sell out. Because once they sell out, I think I'll do a few more launches of products and then we'll kind of see where that goes from there. But um, I am so excited about it. But weirdly enough, I am launching a business on the week of an anniversary that really sits, resonates with my heart. Uh, three years ago, I attempted suicide for the last time. I am probably one of the most open people about my journey with suicide and mental health and depression just because if I'm not open about it, like I can't expect anyone else to be open about it. And if you're not open about it, dangerous things can happen. And as someone who has lost my mom to suicide 12 years ago, I know how important it is to be open and honest with this conversation. Three years ago, I attempted to take my own life for the last time. I was in a very dark place three years ago, but on the outside, you would not have known it. I very much was struggling internally with a lot of things like relationships that weren't stable. Um, I was struggling with my own issues, my own insecurities. Um, I just, I was really crying out for help without actually crying out for help. Uh, I remember many a times three summers ago sitting in my bathroom and just crying or getting upset at the drop of a hat or being super sensitive to criticism. And I just really was struggling and I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to be open about it. I had recently been baptized, so I had figured that all of my stuff would go away, which was an outrageous thought. And it didn't. And I felt trapped and I felt overwhelmed. And a situation came up that triggered me not feeling like I could make it through that and feeling super lost and I attempted for the last time. This was the first attempt that I've ever called someone after and told. Uh, I've always felt very 
scared to tell people because of what they would have judged, but I called a trusted friend and said, I need to be held accountable. I need to go back to counseling. I'm not okay. Um, heavy to put on her. Back in the day, like three years ago, I was only 22 and it sounds so close to my age, but 22, I didn't know half the things I know now. Um, and it physically took not knowing where I would put my dog, Lucy, and who I would give her to, to really check my thoughts and really check my actions. Uh, it was the last thing that I, like, me being the Enneagram 2 that I am, I wanted to make sure that everything was set and ready to go. I didn't want my sister's staff to, you know, do anything. I wanted everything to be set and ready to go, but I knew I was done with life. Like I didn't, I didn't want to do it anymore. Um, my depression had won in my head and I was, I was over it. I wanted to go see my mom and I, I was just low and I had the whole thing planned out. The letters were written, everything was ready to go. And the last thing I could, I still like kind of giggle about it because the last thing I couldn't do was figure out who I'd give Lucy to. Uh, and how I'd have all of her meds paid for the next 10 years that she was alive. So, I was so broken. Like, I, I just, like, can't express that enough. Like, and I just kept pretending that I wasn't. Like, I just kept pretending that there wasn't anything wrong, which is, like, obviously totally depression speaking. But I think back to that day, and I struggle to even like wrap my mind around like where I was mentally and for all of you who are struggling with like your mental health or you're struggling with suicidal thoughts or you're struggling with wanting to live or you know, you're struggling with anxiety whatever mental health you're struggling with first of all you are not your mental health diagnosis it does not define who you are. You can always recover and come back from that. And second, if you need help or you're feeling low or you're having the thoughts that I was having three years ago, get help. It is not worth it to do it on your own. It's not. Call a friend. Call your counselor. Call the, the suicide helpline. It is not worth it to end your life because there are so many people who need you here and want you here. It took a dog for me to realize that, but I'm here to tell you whoever is listening to this podcast, you are loved. Even if it is just by me and you don't even know me or you do know me, I, I love you and this world needs you. I wish that I wouldn't have had to go through my three attempts to get where I am today, but I know I wouldn't be the person that I am today without that mental health struggle and that journey. And I'm, you know, I'm not thankful for it, but I'm, I'm glad I made it through. But I am here to remind you, and I will remind you many a times throughout this podcast, that you are worth life. You are worth living. Whatever is going on, no matter if it's anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, if it is a capital T trauma or it is a lowercase t trauma, whatever you are going through, big or small, you can make it through it. I promise your mental health matters. So three years ago, I'm in this super dark place. And now three years from now, I started a podcast I'm building my own business. I'm in grad school. I am working on self-love and self-appreciation. 
and honestly, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I used to see those tweets when I was younger, um, like 20, 22, whatever. Um, even when I was like younger, way younger from my first suicide attempt, I used to see these tweets and they were like, someday you'll look back and you'll be with the man of your dreams and you'll have your dream job and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, it's so funny because that's not me. I will always be a sad human who, you know, just makes it through life. I really did think that up until probably the last year and a half. And I have really switched my mindset and all of those things. And I think that's what this podcast is about is just making people realize that like your mindset is everything and changing how you think about things and me being vulnerable, maybe knowing that you're not alone can really help you get through those moments. But know that I have been in the trenches and been struggling and not wanting to make it through. Know that it took a long time and a lot of hard work for me to get where I am. And it took a lot of tears, a lot of bathroom floor cries, a lot of finding out who I am and what makes me happy and what makes me tick and what makes me do the things that I do. And it took a lot of self-reflection and journaling and praying and getting to know God because that is how I handle things and praying over and over again and surrounding myself with people who truly care about me. You know, rekindling those friendships that are important and really taking responsibility for my mental health. But I think it took hitting rock bottom. So if I can help you not hit rock bottom and you can take the steps towards being a healthier, mentally healthier individual, I'm so here for it. If that means that I have to get vulnerable and tell my story and cry low-key on my podcast sitting in my room, I'm okay with that because I want you here and I want you to be the best person that you can be. So I'm, I'm not going to give you a list of things to do. I'm, I just want to share my story with you. I just want to let you know that you are not alone in what you are doing and what you are going through. My story may seem super heavy to you, but just because it seems heavy to you doesn't mean that your story doesn't matter. And you may have a lot more going on than I do. You may have been through a lot more, and that's okay too. You can come back from whatever you've done and whatever you've been through, and you can be an amazing person because you already are an amazing person. The world sees you in a different way. You just need to see you in that way. And that's what took me so long to realize so dang long and I wish it didn't have like I wish it wouldn't have taken me that long I wish I could sit down with me at 22 and be like sister you are going to make it through this you are going to be okay you are going to do great things for this world and this world needs you that suicide attempt made me feel like I took 20 steps back in my mental health journey in that moment it really did but it wasn't 20 steps back. It was an eye-opening experience, not something I want anyone to go through. But I went home that day, or not went home, after the situation, I took a shower and I crawled into bed super early and I went to sleep and I went to sleep for what felt like 12 hours. I woke up and had another conversation with my friend. My friend made sure I was safe and, you know, made sure I did all the things. I scheduled a counseling appointment. 
but in the most part I continued like my life in my life like nothing had happened I went to work I did all the things I did and I mean I was sad like people could tell I was sad obviously I just attempted suicide but that people pleasing me I kept pushing to do what I needed to do but I didn't handle my mental health it took about a year for me to sit back and really think about what was going on in my life it took me you know moving in with new people and it took me starting over and it took me realizing over the next two years of like I got a lot of work to do I thought I was done I thought I had you know really had a handle on this situation and what was going on and my mental health situation you know I thought I was healed I, I did seven years of counseling I did the dang thing I put in the work but it's, it still wasn't done. My depression had, you know, taken over my life again. And something I, like, want people to understand, whether you struggle with depression or not, sadness can take over at any point in your life. And depression is a lifelong battle. It's it's never going to feel like it's completely done. It's never going to feel like it's completely over. Anxiety is it can be a lifelong battle, too. And that's okay. You are not your mental health diagnosis. You can be such... A happy, healthy person despite having those mental health diagnoses. I'm proof of that. I live most days happy. I can tell you that the girl I knew three years ago is not the girl I am today. And the girl that you currently are or the man that you currently are doesn't have to be the person you are next month. Doesn't have to be the person you are next year. You can make it through whatever you are going through because you are capable and you were created to be on this earth. And I know not everyone listening to this is, you know, Christian or identifies that way, but you were created for this earth specifically and the way that you are. Something I have always struggled with is knowing that despite the fact that I have lived my life in trauma and I have lived it in negativity and I have overcome so much, that doesn't mean that's what my whole life has to look like. And I get so frustrated with myself when I get down on myself about not feeling like I'm doing enough. Me showing up every day and surviving is enough. End of story. Anyone who tells you different, ignore that. You showing up each day and getting done what you can, despite the fact that you have a mental health diagnosis, you have something crazy going on in your life, or even just despite what's going on in the world, you feel like it's heavy for your heart, you show up and you do your best. Something I wish I could tell 22-year-old Kate, who was sitting in that room trying to decide how she was going to take her own life, who was going to take care of her dog, and that's what stopped her. I want to get you before you get to that point. I want you to know that you are so important because 22-year-old Kate really wishes she would have known that. So I'm here to tell you that you're going to have bad days. No matter if you have a mental health diagnosis or not, no matter if you're putting yourself out there or not, you're going to have days where you struggle. And those days are okay. What's not okay is for you to think that the world doesn't need another you. I also want you to know that life gets better. It takes work, and it's not easy, and it's going to look messy. If you've ever seen like the progress things on Instagram where like what it looks like to everyone else is a straight line. 
but what it looks what it looks like behind closed doors and its ups and downs and highs and lows and let me tell you I have been through all of the highs and lows one of my like third or fourth podcasts talks about how I went through two weeks of being at a low and that was the longest that I've been since three years ago and that's okay I came out of it and it wasn't as low as my last low but my highs make those those lows they balance out and I'm doing good and you can too you can do great things so use my story of having my dang dog save my life this last time and me taking six months to heal from that it was traumatic that sat with me every day for at least six months and it still sits with me some days I still struggle with the fact that I am a survivor of suicide that I didn't complete it and that I'm here to tell my story and I know there's a reason for that I know that there's a reason that the three attempts were never successful and that I'm here to tell you my story and I'm here to tell you that your mental health matters and that you matter. And that life doesn't have to be sad. It can be sad because life sucks sometimes. I'm not going to tell you any different. But you don't have to be sad all the time. And you are more than your depression and you are more than your anxiety and you are capable of coming out on top because if I can do it, I know you can so I'm here to tell you that as a survivor, it's heavy shit. It, it, it is. Like, I can't describe it any other way. But doing the dang thing, like my favorite podcaster, Cassia Fitzgerald, always says, doing the dang thing is so worth it. I checked in on myself. I did the journaling. I put in the footwork. I started seeing my counselor again. I held myself accountable. Whatever that looks like for you, whether that's you know, checking yourself in to talk about your depression. It's whether going to see your therapist, it's whether start therapy, it's whether controlling anxiety, it's whether reaching out to a friend to make sure you're held accountable. It's reaching out to a family member. It's writing things down. It, it's whatever it looks like for you. And seriously, if you ever need help, DM me, let me know. I want to help you walk through those journeys with you because you matter and you are, you are set to be on this earth. It is important for you to be here. But sit with that. Sit and know that you don't have to be where you are. You can be farther. You can always keep going and you can achieve so much. And happiness is so possible. I feel like when I sat in that depression and those years of really struggling with my identity and who I was and my self-love and really letting my depression win, I just didn't know that like, People were happy because I hadn't been happy in a long time and that's really sad when I say it out loud but I had been suppressing so many emotions and not validating what I was going through and it led me to a deep dark place and I don't want that for you I want you to start the work today I want you to get the help that you need I want my story to inspire you that someday I promise you sis I promise you you will sit back and you will be so proud of what you are doing I'm I'm currently doing that I started a dang company and I'm the most anxious person you will meet three years ago I was at the lowest point of my life I was 22 and I didn't think I'd see 25 
I didn't think I'd see 23. But I made it and I did it. And so can you. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave you with this. Do the work, but know that you are not alone. Know that you are not your mental health diagnosis and that you can do more beyond it. You are capable and you deserve a happy, healthy life, whatever that looks like for you. I want whoever is listening to this to know that you are loved beyond belief and that I never want you to get to the point that I did. But if you did get to the point, don't be shameful of it. Hold yourself accountable and move forward from it. You are going to have bad days. You are going to have setbacks. You are going to feel like you can't win. But I promise you that you can and you can win at life and you can beat depression and anxiety. It may be a lifelong battle, but beating it is just getting better. And that getting better is small incremental steps. It took me three years to let go of my trauma and stuff and do the dang hard work. Three years. You are so capable of so much. And I'm here to support you in that journey. I want to make mental health more talked about. I want people to feel like they can tell their stories if they want or they can keep them to themselves, whatever they're comfortable with. But I want this to be a topic of conversation. So start talking. Get open. I'm telling you that your life is worth living because three years ago I didn't think I'd be where I was today but I'm happy and I'm healthy and I'm living my dang life. And I promise you I'm going to keep growing. So every year on July 5th from now on, this is my survivor day. I am going to show up for myself every July 15th and know that I am a better person. I'm healthier. I'm happier. And I chase after the life I loved because I figured out through slow incremental steps that I was worth it. And so I'm here to remind you for the 17th time, but I can't get it through your head enough. Your mental health matters. You matter. Your life is worth living. Reach out and get the help that you need if you're at that place. And even if you're not that low, reach out to a friend. Keep them accountable. Keep yourself accountable. Make sure that you're, you know, you're showing up for yourself. I'm all about serving yourself. Self-care is the best care. All you Enneagram 2s that are listening, don't think that, but I promise, as a fellow Enneagram 2, it is important. So, here's to getting better. Here's to believing those crazy social media memes that, like, you could be a de you can be depressed a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, but I promise you life is worth living and have that conversation with yourself. Every day, wake up and tell yourself that you are worth it. Life is worth living. And if you're not at this like, you know, crazy, not crazy, but you know, like ultimate low, know that your life is also supposed to be happy 
and that you're supposed to be happy and that it's okay to feel and validate those sad emotions and sit in it for a minute, but know that you are meant for big things and this world needs you too, even if you haven't been through, you know, a crazy amount of depression and anxiety. Your stuff is heavy too and that you can sit in that, but the world needs more of you too. The world needs you to show up as well. So show up for yourself. Tell yourself that you're worth living every day and keep fighting to live another day. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me and letting me share my story and be vulnerable because I am here to help you live your best life because I know what it feels to live not my best life and not be thriving and only surviving through, you know, suicide and depression and anxiety and all of those things. But I also know what it feels like to thrive and how great that feels and what I wish I could tell 22-year-old me sitting on that bed about to make the ultimate decision. That life gets better. Life gets happy. You just have to put, take that first step and put in a little work and you'll get there. Reminder, reach out if you need help. Talk to someone, whether it's a friend, a therapist. Take that first step and getting past your depression and your anxiety. Move forward and know that you are worth living. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for letting me tell my story. Thank you for letting me be vulnerable and honest. And thanks for my listeners who show up every week. And thank you for the new listeners. I just, I really do appreciate you guys allowing me to help you be the best you. So go out this week and know that the world needs more of you. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend or tag me on Instagram so I can connect with you. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. Can't wait to grow together. Have the best week. Talk soon.